This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon, I'm Hannah Pagel. The domestic food system will be seeing investments made to the supply chain. The Department of Agriculture announced it is releasing $196 million in grants and loans to help lower food costs and expand opportunities for farmers and other rural businesses. 185 entities will be receiving funding through five different programs, which include the Value-Added Producer Grants Program and the Rural Economic Development Loan and Grant Program. The announcement comes as the new White House Council on Supply Chain Resilience, which Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack is a part of, meets today for the first time. In a press release, the White House said the funding builds on previous investments aimed at diversifying food processing, creating resilient ag markets, and expanding domestic fertilizer production. To learn more about where the funds are going, take a look at Jackie Fatka's story on agripulse.com. A conservation leader says funds from the Inflation Reduction Act are helping the Department of Agriculture reach new customers. Terry Cosby is the chief of USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service. Speaking on this week's Open Mic podcast, Cosby says the funds allocated to conservation efforts have been helpful in expanding USDA's climate agenda. On a normal year, we may get over 40,000 applications, and we're only able to fund about a third of those. And so we have a lot of folks out there still want to get into these programs. And we talk about the oversubscription of these programs, but we also have these new customers, this new customer base that also we need to look at. Cosby says the additional funds have allowed USDA to expand its reach. So we want to take care of the folks that come in all the time. We call them our repeat customers. And then we have the ones that never got into the program that we're able to help now. But we also have these new customers that are walking through the door. And there's a lot of folks now moving away from the city. They might buy 30 or 40 acres. And we need conservation on every acre in this country to make a difference in climate and climate change. Cosby also talks more about how his department is being mindful about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Head to agripulse.com to listen to the full Open Mic podcast. In other news... China has approved 18 U.S. beef establishments and 12 U.S. pork facilities, allowing them to export products to the country. These are the first new U.S. plants cleared for export to China in about 10 months. Aaron Borer is the vice president of economic analysis at the U.S. Meat Export Federation. She says the U.S.-China Phase 1 trade deal helped create a process to approve plants for exports. Since the 2020 implementation of the Phase 1 agreement, China has further rolled out plant and establishment registration processes that are fairly complex. And fortunately for U.S. beef and pork, Phase 1 takes precedent. USDA Food Safety Inspection Service plant approvals are still what is recognized by China. And up until about December of last year, that process was working and in place. And then this year, in 2023, we hadn't seen any plant list updates. Bohr says even though there was a delay in facilities being approved, she expects China to accept more processing plants in the coming year. 
The good news is China did update the establishment list, and that update included 12 pork establishments and 18 beef establishments. And it was a big sigh of relief that China was still recognizing the phase one agreement and updating the list as put forward by FSIS. And we still expect to see further updates, hopefully still yet before the end of 2023. Bohr says beef exports to China have been trending lower this year. However, she says China is still the fourth largest destination for U.S. beef and expects strong upside potential. Same goes for pork. China remains the largest destination for U.S. pork exports, which are up 9% year over year. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. A new farm bill remains a top priority for more than 100 farm groups that know it impacts every American. Learn more at farmbillforamericasfamilies.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Pagel.